With KSOM and KS95 News, I'm Tom Robinson. Our weather forecast for today, 80, the high 58, the low 62, the temperature right now. People with outdoor plans, please watch the weather forecast tomorrow and more specifically Saturday. Christy Carter with the National Weather Service in Des Moines says today will be mostly dry and quiet. We have kind of more showers and storms that return into the forecast really starting tomorrow, especially over the further western portion of the state. Um, So there is a marginal risk of a one out of five for severe weather across kind of the very western edge of Iowa. And then as we move into Saturday, that risk kind of moves through a good majority of the state. Carter says the broadest storm chances will be over the west central portion extending to the east central part of Iowa. On Saturday specifically we're looking at um, the thunderstorms kind of developing along a cold front mainly through the afternoon and evening hours but there certainly is going to be that possibility for strong to severe storms with hail kind of the main threat at this moment Um, but we're also there could be some damaging wind gusts heavy rain we can't completely rule out the possibility of a tornado. So really the the biggest takeaway here is to kind of keep track of the forecast, especially if you have outdoor plans on Friday night into Saturday. 35% chance of rain on Friday, 60% chance on Friday night, and the best chance is Saturday with a high in the upper 70s, 80% chance of storms on Saturday, a 70% chance of storms on Saturday night with the highs in the 70s, lows in the 50s. Well, drought conditions continue to worsen across portions of Iowa. Drought intensity and extent, D4 exceptional drought expansion into small portions of northeast and east central Iowa. D3 extreme drought for much of northeast and portions of southeast Iowa. And a D2 severe drought for much of central into west central Iowa. A D1 moderate drought and D0 abnormally dry. The rest of the state not already covered by D2 or D3. Adair County Health System broke ground in their three-phase master facility plan earlier this month. The first phase includes the expansion of parking and internal infrastructure improvements such as mechanical, electrical, plumbing, and technology to ensure ACHS is up to date for the next phases of construction. The next phases will focus on primary care and specialty clinic expansion, among other items to improve patient experience. And the latest Cass County Auditor's Office of filing for school and city elections has been released. Uh, Kevin Littleton has uh, filed papers to run for Anita Mayor, and Roger L. Huffman has filed papers to run for the Anita City Council. Mike McDermott has filed papers to run for the Atlantic Ward 3 City Council seat. In Lewis, Larry W. Purdue Jr. and Donna Roberts filing papers to run for Lewis City Council, and Mark Uprick and Zachary Schmidt have filed papers to run for the Marnie City Council. Well, the Pottawatomie County Board of Supervisors on Tuesday approved a request from Advanced Southwest Iowa Corporation to redistribute allocated funds from the Rural Pottawatomie County Infrastructure Coalition. Mandy Billings files this report. Shalamar Mazetis, Rural Development Manager, told the board that the city of McClelland has declined their funds. Basically what they wanted to do, it turns out even if they were to do the study, it's not going to serve them, unfortunately. The water pressure issue in McClellan is still a very serious issue, but unfortunately, they just barely meet the threshold of what is required by the state of Iowa. So 
Um, we are back to the drawing board with them on hoping to help them figure out something. We just don't know what it is. The total amount they were giving to McClelland was going to be $12,105. Mazetta said the steering committee met last week and they decided they would like to redistribute those funds to Hancock's project. Hancock's project is still moving forward very well. It was originally estimated that Hancock's project, which is a lagoon repairs and water tower repairs, would be $200,000. The bids have come back at 613, so astronomically higher than what was anticipated. Our goal with RPCIC was to fund 12.1% of each of these six projects that we did. With the current rate right now that we are giving Hancock, which is $24,209, we would only be funding it 3.95%. So we felt since all the other projects are moving along fine and everyone's doing exactly what they should be doing with Hancock kind of getting given the last end of this, we thought it would be best for that $12,105 to go towards Hancock's project. Mazetta said that would bring them up to funding 5.93% of Hancock's project. So it's not much, but it does make a huge difference. As of right now, their debt capacity is roughly around $500,000. They have 0% debt that they have spent as of right now. That's up based off of the 70% of 5% of the evaluation calculation. And that means that they can borrow enough and make up the difference. And just barely with this additional funding, this will make their project a go. Supervisors Chairman Brian Shea. I think that's a good way to switch it over and help our small town. They need it bad. Yes, they do. The approval by the supervisors was unanimous. I'm Andy Bellings reporting. And a Winterset woman is dead after Madison County crash. The sheriff's office says 62-year-old Carol Harms' vehicle went off coming road Tuesday afternoon. Investigators say she was the only person in the vehicle. A Knoxville man is behind bars after allegedly threatening the Marion County Road Department on Tuesday. Joshua Isley is facing threats of terrorism and first-degree harassment charges. The comments were made on a Facebook post. He is currently in the Marion County Jail. And the Des Moines Police Department is asking for help finding a... Emily Joanne Dudney went missing after escaping a juvenile residential facility in Ames. Officers say she may have returned to Des Moines. She's 5'4", 125 pounds, and was last reported wearing a white T-shirt, blue jeans, and black Nike shoes. Well, many Iowa residents are still mourning the loss of fallen officer Kevin Cram. There was a public funeral service in the Algona High School gym yesterday. There were over 700 officers from all over Iowa to pay their respects. Algona Police Chief Bo Miller says Cram lived like a hero and died like a hero. More news on the website at westerniowatoday.com. ABC News is next.